Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Testimony Tuesday. Today, I have the pleasure of having Mr. Harry Gordon with me. Uh, Mr. Harry, how are you doing today? Doing real good, Brad. Thank you. Good. So, just a few little things about Mr. Harry. Um, he's been at Lebanon probably four and a half years, he and his wife, uh, Miss Vicki. And um, we've got him in here today. We are blessed to have uh, him in ministry doing uh, some prison work for us. So that's what we want to talk about today. Um, you know, Jesus did talk about uh, that in the Gospels, and uh, Mr. Harry does that and does it well. So I'm glad to have him with us today. So Mr. Harry, won't you kind of fill us in about the prison ministry and what all that entails and what you do? Well, first of all, I want to thank the Lord for giving me the opportunity to be able to go down into prisons. Um, a lot of people think prison ministry is, you know, really bad people. And be honest with you, when I go down there, I see people. Right. I see a soul. They made a bad decision. They made some very bad decisions, and they're paying for it. Right. Jail is no piece of cake. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're having to pay the price for what they did wrong. But, you know, uh, we've all done wrong. Oh, yeah. The Bible says we've all fallen short. That's right. And... And if it wasn't for the grace of God, I've told them down there before, I could be sitting right there in the orange jumpsuit right beside them. Yeah, we joke here that, uh, you know, it's the Effingham Hilton because we're right down from the jail. That's right. That's it's right. It's not a Hilton. No, it's not. Now, I will say that uh, for, for you that are listening, I have heard that uh, this jail down there at Effingham is pretty much the Hilton compared to some of the others that we do have in right. South Carolina. Right. Um, and I tell them, I said, y'all might not think y'all 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 really have it really bad down here, but you might think that if you got out and you went to another neighboring county, right? I believe you'd change your story real quick. Yep. And and uh, some of them have told me that well, right? That hey man, you don't know how good you got it, and you need to shut up. Yeah. And I've heard them tell the other inmates that hey right. man, you don't you don't know, so hush. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're you're kind of in my mind uh, in a lot of ways, you know. Uh, when I think missionary, I think going to a, a place where nobody else wants to go. Um, you know, it's not comfortable. Um, and in my mind, in a lot of ways, you're that way to me. You know, we don't have everybody knocking our door down saying, hey, I want to be involved in prison ministry. Maybe you have, and I just didn't know that. I don't think so. No, no. Uh, I've asked several people, would you like to come down there and experience it with me one time? And they said, no, I think I'll just pass. Right. Hearing that big door slam behind you, is, it'll, it'll rattle your cage the first time you go down there yeah. for sure. But there's a lot of people there. Uh, I mean, that, that's a ministry. It is. You know? It's not just jail. It's a ministry. It, it's people that need to, to hear and realize that, you know what, we do make mistakes. Um, and in God's eyes, there's no big or little. It's all sin. And um, that he's a, a God of redemption and forgiveness, and then they can get it if they want it. You know? I have had some of them uh, look at me, and you can see it written all over their demeanor. Mm -hmm. uh, they're down in the dumps about as low as they can get. Right. And really, sometimes God does that to us to get our attention. Yeah. And I tell them, look, uh, Jesus has not given up on you. I haven't given up on you. And there is hope, yeah. and his name is Jesus. Yeah. I think some people, whether they're in jail or not, they, they sit in our churches weekly um, and maybe haven't been called or, or whatever, but they just feel like, 
you know what, I've done so much bad in my life that God wouldn't want me. And the enemy will tell us that. God don't want you, you know. But that couldn't be That's just a lie. That is a lie. So we're blessed to have you to go and do that. And you and I have talked off air about how things have changed. But just kind of give us an idea of, of what it's like when you're there. Okay, when I started four and a half, well, about four years ago now, uh, things were really going good. I I went in there expecting, you know, man, it's going to be kind of bad, and yeah. I don't know whether I really want to do this. I, I I've got a I've got a desire to do it, but I don't know if I can do it. And I walked in there and tr- to try to be a blessing, and and as you know, you go to try to be a blessing, you'll You're be blessed. blessed. Right, yeah. And I come to soon find out that there were people getting saved down there left and right. And in fact, uh, I think about a year and a half ago, they had a local TV station down there, and they had baptized over six, I mean, over a thousand in six years. Wow. And, and see, a lot of people would write that off and say, well, that's just a jailhouse confession or whatever. But no, I mean, you know, the Bible says that all we have to do is call upon the name of the Lord. And if we mean it, no matter where we're at, what we've done. That's right. That's right. So, it's not for us to judge. Right. And I do my best, even though I want to sometimes, I do my best not to judge them. Right. I have seen some repeat offenders, but you know, that's like anybody else on the street. Yeah. Don't go out there and speed. Right. You go, you, there's a good chance you'll get caught. Oh, Lord. Well, guess what? I felt confused. You know, <laughs> well, I, 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 I'm there too. <laughs> but you know, you do run a chance of getting caught. Absolutely. Every time you do something wrong and... Because you're a repeat offender. Right. Listen, uh, and another thing too, addictions. A lot of people are down there right now due to the opioid crisis. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's a crisis. And it is, it is a crisis. And, and they're good people. Come from good families. And people have come up to me and asked me to please, if you can, talk to my child. Well, guess what? I can't go in there and talk to your child. Right. It's not allowed. I can't go in there and specifically ask for a person. You might think you can, but you can't. There are rules and regulations, but we are able to go in and share the gospel. Yeah. Now, and could they request to speak to someone, or that doesn't really follow they can, the rules? They can anything? ask for the chaplain to come down there and talk to them, yeah. and he can, but us as ministry people, I got you. We're, we're not allowed to. Okay. Yeah, so, um, you know, it's just unfortunate that there are some good people. So they are in uh that are incarcerated that need to hear the gospel that need to hear that you can be forgiven and, and there is hope there is there is hope after you get out of jail right uh i've seen so many of them just broken yeah and i've seen how the holy spirit has got in their lives mm-hmm. and then they turn it around and, and instead of me going down there and sharing the gospel guess what they're doing it right and that's what we're there for that's, that's you know we want sticks. we want to see them out there saying hey man this is what jesus can do for you read the bible right read the bible yeah. don't just look at it and play with it and i tell them you can play you can play god all you want to down here you can play us like a fiddle mm-hmm. it's not going to do you any good right because they'll see right through you and there's no there's no early releases because you're a christian right there's no early you know anything out down there you're going to serve your time yep. until they say it's time for you to go home yeah i was going to say that i think some people come into 
uh, Christianity and the thought of it, you know, because they're in a bad spot and they're thinking, well, if I give my life over to Christ, then all this stuff will go away. Oh, no. Oh, no. Now, he washes it clean as yeah. far as the sin is concerned, but we still have to pay, you know, there's consequences yes. to our decisions. Um, and, and God will work things out through that. And listen, use that in a testimony to touch other people to, hey, don't do what I did. Don't go where I went. Yeah. You know, change, change your ways. So if, if they can get it and uh, start to, to, to teach that to others, then that's when you know it's working. You know. I've seen them, you know, they'll go in there and release the door locks for the ones that are coming out, and some of them are slow coming out. Yeah. And the guys that are on fire are saying, hey, man, hurry up. We're wasting time. We've only got an hour here. Let's hear it. Right. Come on, hurry up. Let's get it done. That's what so, you want. And I, I'm thinking, boy, that's great. Right. And and it used to be before all the changes came, too, we could go into the pods. Mm-hmm. They'd have everybody out there waiting on us, right. you know, and and a lot of a lot of changes have come through, and uh, some are not easily taken, but yeah. it is still the rules, and there are reasons for those rules, right. whether we like it or not. Yeah. But I tell you, um, when you see people, and and not only have I had a a, a very good experience with the, the inmates, right? I've never felt threatened. I felt loved, yeah. Just like going to church, it really is. I mean, they're my brothers and sisters in Christ. Now I don't get to go into the ladies' pods, yeah. But um, but we did get to go in there during Christmas one time, and all of us together. But um, we don't usually do that. But right. the ladies are allowed to go into the men's pod as long as they're a man with them, right? And there was this lady, and I'll not call her name because I don't want to embarrass her or or try to give any kind of inclination toward her or her church or anything like that. I'm not here to broadcast right. or try to put praise on, on her or anything else. But I wanted to share what I heard just a couple of weeks ago and how it just broke my heart. The importance of witnessing. You never know when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, you need to speak to that person. Right. It may be just the last time they have a chance. And if you keep your mouth shut, you could be the last person that they could ever hear right. about the gospel. Yeah. So she was riding down um, this street in a neighboring town, and she, um, she saw this van pull over, and a lady got out the van, and you could, it was very evident what had just happened. She was a prostitute, and she was living on the streets, and the van took off, and... The Holy Spirit said to this lady, she said, you need to, you need to witness to this lady. Mm-hmm. So she pulled over and she said, honey, said, uh, do you need a ride somewhere? She said, oh, yes, if you would, please just carry me right down the street to this, this convenience store. And that would be a great help to me. She said, I'd be happy to. And it just so happened that her car, she's, she's a businesswoman. Right. Her, her front seat was... Would, had all kind of books and papers and all in it. So she said, oh, well, I'm sorry. If you don't mind, just sit in the back seat. So she did. Yeah. And as she was riding to this convenience store, she said, honey, she said, I want to tell you something. She said, I know exactly how you're living. I know exactly what you're doing. I know how it is because I lived on the streets myself. Mm. 
what just happened. You know, it's no secret. Right. But I want to tell you, I met a man. And she said, you met a man? She said, his name's Jesus. <laughs> and he changed my life all for the good. Right. She said, I met another man that I married, and he's very good to me. But Even as good as Jesus. Not <laughs> near as good as Jesus. Right. And he's been very good to her. And, and she said, I've been abused by men all my entire life yeah. up until that encounter with Jesus Christ. And she said, I want to give you some hope today, honey. She, and she kept saying, honey. Mm-hmm. Now, you can, you can win people, but honey, yeah. you know, you can't. Right. You can beat them up. Yeah. And I don't believe Christians ought to beat sinners up. I really don't. You'll push them further away. You can't make people you feel can't. worse than what they No, I mean, they feel bad enough right. as it is. I agree. So she continued on. She said, um, I want to let you know that he can change your life. And if there's anything I can do, I'll, I'll do it. So they got to the convenience store. And she said, honey, <laughs> have you had anything to eat lately? And she said, no, ma'am, I haven't. She said, well, come on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy you lunch. And see, there's a story in that, to, to meet someone's physical needs, and then they'll listen to you spiritually. Yeah. You know? So they ate dinner, and she said the whole time they were eating, they talked about the weather. They talked about good things. Yeah. She didn't try to beat the lady up. Right. She had already, already shared to her in private, mm-hmm. you know, what, was, what, what she needed to. Right. So when lunch was over, she handed her her card. She said, here's my card. She said, if you ever need me day or night, give me a call. When a man tells you day or night, you think, man, I wouldn't call them at 2 o'clock in the morning. Right. I know this lady. Yeah. I really believe she would come out for anybody at 2 o'clock in the morning. Like would she feel safe? Yeah. I think she would feel safe if the Holy Spirit's guiding her. Right. I do. Yeah. But um, she said she gave her that card. Three years went by. She never heard a word from her, never saw, saw her on the road again or anything. And her particular work does things for the homeless in this city. And um, every Tuesday, I think is what she said, they have bag lunches. Mm-hmm. And they pass them out to the homeless people. And people are just, just down and out and hungry. And anybody that needs it, they can come by. And while they're doing that, they, they have a, a devotion. Mm-hmm. And they usually share the plan of salvation. Right. Well, it just so happened three years later, this lady shows up at her church or at this at this uh, place of business, and she ate. And she, when she was given the devotion, she went through the plan of salvation. This lady came forward and accepted Jesus Christ three years later. But the real kicker is, two weeks later. This same lady was found murdered. And she thought to herself, she said, if I hadn't a witness to her, now I don't know. Right. But she could have been in hell today. Absolutely. So the importance of witnessing, oh, yeah, it's, it's real. Right. And we as Christians, we'll talk about everything except Jesus a lot of times. He's the one thing that matters. And the one thing about the prison minister, too, it used to be that... Um, we could go to different pods, and there was a lot getting to come out. Now they've changed the rules, and not so many get to come out. So a lot of the times, it's my first time seeing them. Right. Unless I'm, you know, unless they stay there for a long time, you have to understand the prison ministers. They move people a lot. Yeah. For different reasons, but I won't get into all that. But um, it's hard 
to gain somebody's trust the first time. Oh, yeah. It really is. Right, especially. So you have to, where we were having so many salvations before, because we had a, uh, had a, uh, a bond with them. Mm-hmm. Now it's not so much now. Right. We're really having to rely on the Holy Spirit to work. Yeah. Where before it was the friendships and, and we got to talk to them and all. But, right. And I'm hoping things are going to change for the better. I, you know, I, I am not in, in the prison system. I don't, I don't make the rules and regulations. Yeah. And, and I'm hoping things will change. But, and I'm not here to, if, if you're listening and you are in, in control of that. But it was so much better before. Yeah. But um, anyway, my biggest thing is no matter who you come in contact with, I, I saw where um, a homeless man, a preacher dressed up like a homeless man, came to his church, mm. sat out front. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if you've seen that on. Ooh, that's powerful. And yep. and how it blessed his heart that his people really looked after the homeless people. Right. Yeah. And if we don't do, if we don't have a heart of Jesus, we you know, stay home. you know, you you can talk down to somebody. And I'm telling you, man, they'll walk away and they'll think of you the rest of your life in that same tone, how you talk to them, how you demean them and made them feel bad. But if you give them the hope, man, there's nothing stronger than hope and love. Right. And love. I think people, they may not ever remember what we say, but they'll remember how we made them feel. Yeah. And they'll know that it's real when they feel it from us. You know, we can tell them all day long that Jesus loves them. But if they don't feel that from you, it's just words, you know, falling on deaf ears. But I see the passion in you. I mean, you're you're choked up now talking about it. Um, I can see the excitement in your face when you come to us and tell us, hey, another one got saved down at the jail, you know. So that's exciting to us. And we appreciate all you do uh, for the community, for those people, for our people and for Lebanon. Um, So just to wrap it up. That's a powerful story, people. This lady did what the Holy Spirit just asked her to do. Uh, God put her in the right place at the right time, and she had the choice to say yes yes or no. Amen. And uh, she said, yes, Lord. And uh, she witnessed to this lady, and three years later, uh, she gives her, her life and her heart to Christ. So I want to tell you this. Don't stop praying for people. Don't stop don't give up on don't give up don't stop being a witness uh don't grow weary in well-doing because god's got a plan and he's got a perfect time and uh, he will work it all out um so i want to encourage the ones today to hear this to keep on keeping on you are salt and light to people around you um and you never know when it's just going to stick and the light bulb's going to go off and they are going to receive christ and you had something to do with it um so, Mr. Harry, I appreciate you coming in. Today. Uh, thank you, Brad. That's a great story. Uh, you got a great ministry, and uh, y'all pray for him. It's not easy um, doing what he does, and but he has a heart for it, and uh, God's going to bless it. So, we thank you again for tuning in for another episode of Testimony Tuesday. We'll see you back here next time, same time, different topic.